Thank you, everyone, for joining us this morning. And for those of you online, thank you for joining us. We're going to have a good morning together of praise and worship to Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, and my God, that is who you are. We cry out to you, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God.
Have I not said to you, <laughs> I would never leave you or forsake you? I'm working behind the scenes at all times. Don't be moved by what you see in the culture today. Be moved by what I'm saying today. Did I not deliver Noah <laughs> from the flood? Did I not deliver the three Hebrew sons as three Hebrew children from the fiery furnace? Did I not deliver Daniel, <laughs> that great man of God, from the lion's den? Should I not deliver you from the problems you're going through today? So give your eyes a faith to me. Look up, stay the course, don't fall back, for I am doing mighty works. Look at your word, look at the word that I've given you in my word. Begin to proclaim it, begin to say what it says. For I am a God that delivers, heals, and sets free. I will never leave you or forsake you. In the times of trouble, I'm an ever-present help. So draw into me this day and this hour. Don't be afraid, don't be fearful, but stand up and stand strong and stand strong in my strength and my power and allow my spirit to work through you and you'll see mighty things happen in this day and this hour for I'm still doing the great and mighty things because I truly am the way maker.
new song with you this morning. There have been a lot of really good songs that have come out during this time of COVID. And so we want to share one with you today. It's not really a, a song that we will sing in worship a lot, but it's a blessing that we want to sing with you and over you. It is straight from scripture. It comes from number six. It talks about the Lord blessing you and keeping you. We're so grateful for that blessing. And as we sing this this morning, I would encourage you to go to a place where you are able to receive that blessing. When I lived um, in Africa, there was a tribe that I worked with. And when someone would speak a blessing over the Fulani people, they would put their hands in front of them palms up and open as the blessing was spoken and then when it was finished then they would symbolically wash that blessing over them because they wanted it all they wanted to take it all in so whether you need to have some physical stance or maybe it's that your heart needs to be in a certain posture we pray that this blessing will speak to you and it will wash over your life today.
upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children
just a second here because I think we're going to be doing something a little bit different than uh, than I thought we were going to be doing when I came in this morning. Um, and don't you guys go anywhere. <laughs> there, uh, this is one of those moments. I'm not making light of this, but uh, see that camera back there? Everybody wave. Some of you are not sitting anywhere where the camera can see you on purpose. And uh, it's something I've resisted for a while, uh, the live streaming and everything. And, and my reason for that has always been I'm called the Pastor Living Word Family Church. And uh, the whole COVID thing has kind of forced us to uh, find other ways to, to get the word out. And it's been encouraging to see how many people we've been able to reach this way. But I've never lost sight of the fact that this is the church I'm called to pastor. And one of the reasons I've resisted it is I always want to be able to listen to God and change things up and do something different. And is that going to feel, am I going to feel a little bit handcuffed uh, or hamstrung and, and feel like I don't have the freedom to do that? So we're going to do something different. Uh, and uh, it, it's nothing radical, nothing crazy. It's just that uh, I came with a sermon that I have, uh, I'm so excited to preach but we're, the flow is a little bit different today. And uh, you know, we've, uh, we've had a, I don't think it's just me. <laughs> I think we've had an extraordinary time of praise and worship already. Uh, and prophetic word comes through Pastor Mike and right in the middle of it, he said, stay the course. Do you know what the title of my message is today, Pastor Mike? Did you know that? It's stay the course, it's stay the course. And, uh, and, and everything that he said was right along with that. So it's like, yeah, that's where we're going. But there was that message. And then, uh, you know, the Bible says to speak to one another, sing to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And Cheryl brings this psalm forth, uh, fear not, and jam-packed with scriptural references of why not to be afraid. And there is a, uh, we are in a moment that is not just filling, I'm talking in our culture, in our nation, in our world today, there are many things pressing into our, so, so many different angles that are trying so hard to fill us with fear and with uncertainty. And sometimes it feels like we've just got the clutch in and we're just waiting, uh, we just feel like we're stuck. And there are many, tells us in scripture, that in the last days, perilous times will come, and that as a result of these perilous times, many will abandon the faith. And this is kind of where my message is going. It's not what we're gonna do this morning. We're not gonna talk about that, but I do want you to be here next week. It's a super important message. It's actually, it'll probably be a three-part series on staying the course, and it's a study in the book of Hebrews. But now, I want to just be led by the Spirit and do a couple things, and you can sit down if you want, but you guys, we're going to finish up by singing again. I'm telling you, Cheryl, I want you to sing that song again, and I want you to do the blessing again. Can we do that? Do you remember the song, Cheryl? Okay. Not yet, though. Uh, first, I want to do this. Uh, and this is uh, it's a weird way to start a service. This is usually the way we end a service. But the blessing that was just spoken, just sung, you know, and again, st straight out of the book of Numbers, uh, is a blessing to who? The whole world, right? No, to God's people. 
to God's people, the blessings that, uh, is, uh, that, that are uh, really reiterated again and again in, the, in, in Deuteronomy are for the people who are God's people walking in obedience, God's covenant people. And they are meant to distinguish us as God's people from those who are not God's people. For what purpose? So we can demonstrate our superiority? No, so that those who are not yet God's people will see something in us that makes them want the same God we serve. Uh, the very blessing that we walk in, the favor that we walk in is a powerful evangel, an evangelistic tool. Uh, more importantly, our relationship with God and our being God's people is the difference between an eternity in hell forever separated from the God who created us and loves us and, a, and an eternity in heaven and an eternal relationship with that God who created us and loved us. And the only way to secure your eternal destiny in heaven is to recognize and confess and believe what the Bible says about not just you, but about everybody, which is that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, that there is none righteous, no, not one. All like sheep have gone astray. There has never been a human being who lived other than Jesus Christ who did not need a Savior. And when we acknowledge that need and when we acknowledge that God supplied that need in the only way that would work, which is to give his son, God the son, to become a man, suffer as a man, and die in our place to pay the debt that we owed. And we look to the cross and say, that was for me. I needed that salvation. And when we acknowledge that, when we confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, and when we believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we are saved. And you might, and this is a little preview for the message, that we, you might be drifting toward that truth for some time, but you don't just drift into that. It comes to a point where a concrete decision must be made. I will follow Jesus. I am turning my life over to him. And you're actually really not giving it to him. You're simply acknowledging the price he paid for it. You're bought with his blood. So the first thing I want to ask, is there anybody in this room, because I can't see every, everybody's faces because of the lights, is there anybody in this room who's never made that decision and you want to make it today? And uh, you might have to wave a hand or something. It's like, I want to become a Christian today. I, I need that salvation. Okay. Is there anybody, and this will be the other angle of this, I'll develop this more next week, but if you have made that decision, you know you made that decision, but you have not been immersed in it, you've not been walking in obedience, you've not been walking in the fullness of it, and you know why, it's because you've backslidden, you've drifted away, and you want to reattach that anchor shorten that line and, and remember that you are, what you are building on is built upon the rock of the truth of Jesus the Christ. And you want to recommit, rededicate your life to the one who saved you. Is anybody in that category? Because the blessings and the things we're going to talk about next, the things we're going to minister next, and this isn't going to take long. I'll tell you why in a second. But these are the prayers we're going to pray, the confessions we're going to make are for God's people.
anybody need to make that decision today? All right, there's somebody up there. Praise the Lord. Anybody else? All right, I want us to all, praise the Lord. Thank you. Let's all, you can remain seated if you want, you can stand if you want, but let's all say this together, just as a common confession. Lord God in heaven, thank you for saving me. Thank you for Jesus Christ, your son. Thank you for the cleansing power of his blood. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that empowers me to live a life that pleases you. Fill me afresh with your Holy Spirit. Sharpen my conscience. Draw me to yourself. Embolden me to live for you, not just so I'm blessed, but so that others will see Christ in me. Thank you for all of your blessings and your promises. I receive them by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Now, among the things, of course, probably uh, Exhibit A, when we're talking about things that distract us and things that fill us with fear, is this COVID thing. We are seated the way we are seated today because of this COVID thing, but not because of fear. Let me remind you, why are we doing this? Because we love our neighbors, we love the brethren. Maybe you've seen the news, new huge spikes in COVID cases as bars reopen and restaurants reopen and, and proms and uh, uh, other gatherings. Uh, we're not gonna be one of those statistics. This is an expression of our love. This is an expression of our respect, but this is our common confession. Living Word Family Church is a COVID-free zone. Everybody confess this with me. I am healed. I am whole. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet, front to back, side to side. I have been redeemed, delivered, and healed from every disease, every disorder and every malfunction in every bone every muscle every gland and organ every blood vessel every joint every ligament every tendon every nerve every cell and every tissue of my body and all the spaces in between thank you lord for healing me i will not be infected and i will not infect I am healed. COVID dies in my presence. No plague shall come nigh my dwelling. Praise the Lord. This is part of the blessings that are spoken over us, the favor that is spoken over us. When you hear these, this, the words of this blessing sung again, remember what that blessing includes. God's favor isn't just, I like you. God's favor means, you are going through life with somebody on your shoulder, promoting you, protecting you, healing you, and prospering you. But even in this environment, all the more in this environment, you are salt in light, and light shines brighter when the world gets darker. What if we lose everything? I've seen this question a lot lately in different things I'm reading. What would happen if you lost everything? 
would Christ be enough? And this is where Paul was. I believe in prosperity. Don't get me wrong. I believe in a God that, that delights in the prosperity of his servants. He certainly delights in the prosperity of his children. But Paul, where we learn a lot of these principles, said in prison, I, 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 know, how to, I know how to abound. I know how to be abased. I, I can have a lot and I can have nothing. And I, but my satisfaction is in my relationship with God. Are we really there? You hold on to these blessings. And they, I believe the blessings are absolutely manifestations of God's love and favor in our lives. But we hold on to those manifestations loosely, knowing that God is holding on to us tightly. And we are never going to lose the main thing. Nothing can take us out of his hand. The only thing, the only way we can lose, the, we can get out of God's grip is to take ourselves out of it. And I believe that's possible. I believe we can walk away. God will never walk away from you. He'll never drop you. Circumstances are never going to jostle him and cause him to lose, uh, lose his control over your life as long as you are yielded to him. That's a good place to be. So now, I know we, do, we just kind of, we spoke that healing confession there. And I hope you understand that wasn't just for COVID. If you've got something else, because Lord knows there are other things going on in people's lives. The fact that COVID's making headlines doesn't mean that cancer doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't mean the regular flu doesn't exist. It doesn't mean diabetes and high blood pressure and all these other things that threaten to make our lives miserable don't exist. But he heals all of our diseases, just like he forgives all of our sin. And we speak these things over us. You need to be speaking these things over yourselves daily. Is the economic news bad? Who's your provider? God is your provider, and he will supply all of your need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Don't be afraid. Don't stop giving. That's where you open up that channel of supply. I just want to take this time together this morning to just reaffirm our common commitment to God to Jesus Christ, our Savior, and to one another. We are here to celebrate Jesus. We are here to glorify God the Father. And we do these things through the very power of the Holy Spirit who indwells us. And we are here as an expression of our love for one another in this community, this household of faith. So God is your healer. God is your provider. He is your protector. We are in a good place because of the good way that God views us. We're going to hear this again. I want you to, you, again, if you want to stay seated, I know you stood for a while, but if you want to stand again uh, as Cheryl brings forth that song again, and if we can go straight from that to the blessing, wonderful.
Oh. 
the thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may his favor be upon you line we have an army we have a hulk we have a god it doesn't matter what the enemy throws at us nothing compares to our god 
And you know, uh, as we, we're going to prepare to dismiss here, we'll take, uh, we'll, uh, I'll pray over the offering that we'll receive as you exit. Uh, but let me say again, uh, I hope you don't feel ripped off from the lack of sermon. Uh, don't anybody say anything that's going to hurt my feelings because some of you are like, ripped off? Are you kidding? When you don't preach, it's a bonus, Pastor. I, I, uh, but you guys know how much I love to preach. And uh, man, this is a good one. And sometimes, sometimes, sometimes a praise and worship service can be moving and exciting and, and it sets the table and prepares for the word. And, but there's sometimes... I just feel like uh, when you've got a move of God that speaking anything after that is almost superfluous. Uh, God can do more in a few minutes of, of energized praise and worship. And I hope you're singing the amen. You understand that's you receiving that blessing that's being sung over you. Paul talked about the importance of that. How will he who fills the place of the ungifted say amen at your giving of thanks? It's important, that agreement, that, that confession, the amen is important. Amen, amen, amen. His blessings be upon me. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. Uh, as we prepare to dismiss, let me say again, thank you. Uh, thanks for being here. It is always such a pleasure every week. I'm more and more thankful that we're back together. It's such a joy to assemble with you. And thank you for your continued faithful support. Uh, your support means that Living Word Family Church can continually, uh, can continue to faithfully support uh, the cooks in Panama, uh, for instance. And uh, uh, and, and we've got uh, so many great ministries and, and uh, missionaries that are counting on continued support that is, in some cases, sadly not coming in. Uh, and that's not a slam on anybody. Some churches are not as faithful as you guys are. So you're not blaming the church or a pastor or whatever, but you guys have been wonderful and you've made Living Word Family Church a much, uh, a, a source that has been much uh, thanked God for, okay? There are, there are ministries out there thanking you, thanking God for you, and I thank you too. Uh, and I thank you because uh, the pastor's been getting paid and uh, not starving either. So, uh, and the lights are on and the air conditioning is on. Uh, praise God, all these things are important. And uh, again, we appreciate your, your faithfulness. So as we prepare to give, if you, I don't know if everybody who needed an envelope, if you're giving cash, if you didn't get an envelope, maybe raise your hand, but you're supposed to get those on the way in. You should have uh, checks, of course, get made out to Living Word Family Church or LWFC. And of course, Tithely is always an option. Tithely has been a very popular option over the last couple months, as a matter of fact. Uh, but whether you are giving uh, electronically by, by check or by cash, give in faith uh, and give cheerfully. Do you know why? You know who loves a cheerful giver? God loves a cheerful giver. We give cheerfully and we give expectantly, right? Expecting what? Expecting God to do exactly what he said he would do, which would be to bless us as we honor him with the tithe and the offering. What kind of blessing? Well, he put it this way. Test me now on this and see if I don't open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessing, there's not room enough to contain. That sounds like a pretty good blessing to me. Sounds like a pretty good, good idea to remain faithful in the tithe and the offering, doesn't it? Are you ready to give this morning? Heavenly Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your blessing, for your blessings. Thank you that you've not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of discipline. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us your love 
the assurance of salvation and your Holy Spirit so that we may indeed stay the course. Ask your blessings on every individual and every family in here that you keep us safe, keep us uh, blessed, and keep us useful between now and when we meet again. And now, as always, Lord, it is a privilege to give into the work of your kingdom to return uh, a portion of that which you've blessed us so generously with back to you in obedience to your word. We give joyfully, we give readily, and we give expectantly, Lord. We believe your promises, and we are excited to see that being returned to us, Father, that as we give, it'll be given back to us, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. It'll be given us through the hands of men, Father, so that we can give again. It is our heart's desire to be a blessing to you and to these ministries and ultimately to the world that you love so much. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for this service. Thank you for this church. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you as you give. Ushers to dismiss you by row as usual and then move on outside.